0: This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer.
1: I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5.
2: The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music.
1: Here's your host and luminary, and
2: luminary, John Denman. John Denman.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman, and DJ Muskratch is a producer. We are sitting here outside on the patio the Upstairs Patio at Axle Ride for a very nice event that, that's happening. Uh, we're all celebrating St. Arnold Brewing Company. Their 23rd anniversary is coming up. Talked to St. Arnold last week. Was that last week? Man, it seemed like it was longer than that. I don't know. But, yes, we talked to them about their anniversary party. And so this week... There's been a great collaboration going on with a bunch of different breweries. B-52, Eureka Heights, Southern Star, Lone Pint, and Brash. They all made their version of a St. Arnold beer. And at the moment, we're drinking some of the B-52. And later in the show, of course, we're going to have Brent and Jessica. They're going to be hanging out with us up here. And we're going to talk to Ben from Brash and see who else made some of these excellent beers that we can have on. But... uh, we're going to t- take a quick break because there's five beers for us to go through, D.J. Five five beers for us to try. that, um, And this is a short show, very short show. And there's a lot of other really good beers on tap here at Axelrad that I haven't tried yet. So we're going to have to kind of... We'll probably take several breaks, so several beer breaks in this episode more than normal. But we'll get that rolling and when we get back we're going to have the man himself hanging out with us, Brock Wagner, founder of St. Arnold Brewing Company. He's going to be here talking all things. For anniversary party starting up, who knows what, and having some beers with us. So, uh, everybody stay tuned, get something cold and good to drink, and we'll be right back.
3: Right inside the side, got front and back, inside the side, not front and back, inside the side, not front and back, inside the side, not front and back, inside the side, got front and back, inside the side, not front and back, inside the side, got front and back, inside the
0: side. Crush City IPA has made its return just in time for the Astros' kick-ass season. Buffalo Bayou Brewing amped up for the citrus characteristics with a bouquet of hops. This IPA is super bright and smoothed it out with a subtle malt body. Also lowered the ABV to 7%, which, you know, I kind of like that. You know, it's a, take it down a little notch to 7% to make it, you know, you guess it, man. A crushable IPA. Crush City IPA by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. I hope you were able to make it to get some of the Houston Haze from Spindle Tap. It was delicious. Spindle Tap is making some badass beers. If you have not visited the tap room, the air-conditioned tap room, you are missing out. It's only 10 minutes north of downtown. Stop in for some brewery-only releases or grab a pint or three. The main lineup, like Hop Gusher. And they also just redid Tool Pusher slightly so you get even more hops on the, on the back end. Absolutely delicious beers. I love them. SpindleTapBrewery.com. all right we are back on and we're sitting here at axle rad sitting on the i don't know what is the top deck patio whatever this little good little view of downtown going on you can see the beer garden and now we're hanging out with the man himself brock wagner founder of st. arnold brewing company and, Brock, there's uh, there's quite a bit of great things going on with you guys, That's, and even more so now. It's a fun
1: week we're having right now.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely is. Uh, leading up to the anniversary party, which is this Saturday? Saturday, yep. yeah.
1: Yeah, So coming right up. My annual event to really just sort of let loose at the brewery.
0: Well, I've been to, I don't know how many of them at this point. There's been a few. Been a few, and it's always always a real good time. It, and th-
1: this will be the 23rd, just just in case you're counting. 23rd,
0: uh, I wasn't at the first one. I know that, and won't get into the first time I went to St. Arnold because it might not have been legal, uh, so I
1: don't want to hold y'all accountable for anything. But hopefully, that, it was. We we're hard asses about that. <laughs> that so was, if you snu- if you actually snuck in underage and you weren't with your parents, I'm impressed. That was over at the old brewery. Yeah, yeah, it was at uh, my sister's Christmas party.
0: I don't know if that counts, but... Okay, yeah, that, that, that would have been an
1: entree, maybe.
0: So I was able to sneak in and enjoy a whole lot of St. Arnold beers at that time. Uh, but this year, I mean, well, the last few years, you guys have really done it right at the brewery with a lot of music playing and bands playing and all that good stuff. And you have a tremendous lineup again with a bunch of local bands this time around for the, for the anniversary party. So, Saturday's going to be a great event, but leading up to, like, well, what, what we're doing today, what we're doing today is, is pretty spectacular. The collaboration beers that, I guess, uh, collaboration beers, or it's just the breweries kind of come up with their own version, or a, just uh, here's here's my respect to this beer, and yeah. came up with another one.
1: So, I think really people just kind of did their own twist on our beers. I mean, it, it, you know, Ben Full Love approached me with this idea uh, earlier this year, you know, and Ben being crazy Ben and, you know, coming up with these ideas. It's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Just make sure that everybody knows it wasn't our idea because it sounds really egotistical if it were, but, uh, it was approaching several breweries. You know, I think, you know, one of the cool things is out of the five breweries, three of them, their brewers, you know, used to work at St. Arnold's. Um, and do twists on our beers. And it's been fun to see what people have come up with. You know, it's kind of, it's a great storyline. Of you know, To me, what it's really all about is the brewing community coming together and celebrating the Houston brewing community. And I love going out and, bre- and drinking these other guys' beers. And they've done a phenomenal job with them. Um, and to see all of, you know, our customers out here and, you know, people who've been drinking St. Arnold's for close to since I started brewing it. Uh, it just seeing everybody together, having a good time. The energy is amazing. I absolutely agree with that. And and this this whole
0: event is just another just great example of how things are going right now in Houston and the whole beer community. And, and this when things like this happen, it's just fun. For one, it's just a whole lot of fun. But two. When you go to go to other towns and you see kind of like the beer scenes that are going on there and the collaborations, all the different stuff, uh, Houston was kind of missing that for a little while, and this I hope hopes things like this continue.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, things that bring us together, bring everybody out. I mean, I think this is one of the things that attracts people to craft beer. I mean, people, yeah, people love the beer itself, but that to me, if if it were only the beers and not the people in the community behind the beer, it would be kind of hollow. And, you know, when you've got, you know, Brash and B-52 and uh, Lone Pint and Southern Star uh, and Eureka Heights. Sorry, I've already had a couple beers, so it <laughs> takes me just a second. I haven't had Eureka Heights yet, so that's why uh, that's why it takes me longer. Their beer wasn't on tap yet. Um you see everybody here together doing this. It really is a celebration of the local independent breweries that are propelling what we do and bringing people together.
0: And making really good beers while they're doing it. Yes. That's the other thing. And that, that's very important.
1: Yeah, no, I've...
0: Just making beers, you know, that's fun and all, but making really good beers. And the, the guys that, that are on the list, uh, that, that part of this, is at BP2, making tremendous beers, Eureka Heights... I mean, that's a straight from, you yeah, know, just raised from your brewery and then, you know, pushed out of the nest to create their own.
1: Hey, we didn't push him. He left. <laughs> Damn, Damn it, Casey. Damn it, Casey. Yeah, Dave, he's, he's a good guy, though. I he mean,
0: is, yeah. Dave from Southern Star, same thing. Yep,
1: same thing. He You know, he decided he wanted to do his thing. Um, yeah, and I think it's really to be celebrated. The, you know, the number of people who have worked at St. Arnold who now – you know own or brew at other breweries it's 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 kind of cool and you know I'm friends with all of them still so I think that's the other important thing is you know i've I've had this discussion because yeah you know, we actually got into a legal uh, issue last year when we hired somebody who worked at a large national uh, craft brewery and they had, that, that company had um, you know, employment agreements and do not compete, non-compete agreements. And we, we ended up, you know, the guy ended up being able to work for us, but it was sort of a ridiculous battle. And people asked me about that and that's like, well, I will not have a non-compete. I want people to be able to go do, I want people to work at St. Arnold because they want to work at St. Arnold. I want to work hard to make people want to work there. And if people want to go do their own thing, I want to celebrate that. To me, that's how you build community, and you have a happy group of people who work at, at the brewery. So my the last thing you want is somebody at your brewery who doesn't actually want to be there, yeah. and is only there because you've got some contract. That's the goofiest thing ever. Brock, you're
0: a, you're a special guy. I mean, absolutely. And... Um, um. Being the first one, you know, really in Houston to, to continue on with this brewing. There were breweries in the past that didn't quite make it, but yours definitely has. And, and now you're thriving better than ever. And so, I mean, much appreciation from a consumer standpoint for all that you've done and the beers you make. But I think that, that, that a lot of it comes directly from you and your attitude towards life and beer and everything else. And you've made that into a brewery that whole the whole idea that you're talking about,
1: though, but it directly comes from you. Well, thanks. I mean, I think companies ultimately are extensions of, of the personality of whoever's running them. And, and then, you know, like, you know, for us, I hire people who I want to have a beer with. You know, I hire people who I think can do the job well, but it's also, it's very important to me be, to hire people who I actually want to hang out with. And have a beer with, because I'm probably going to have a beer with you, and nothing sucks more than having a beer with somebody you don't want to have a beer with. And the result is, you know, in the early days, like if I didn't show up t- to work, beer wouldn't be made, because I was a brewer and filter and mop boy and squeegee master and everything else. Yeah, you know, Today, if I don't show up at the brewery one day, beer gets made, and it gets done at an incredible level. Beer gets sold. You know, it, it gets shipped. Everything happens just like it should, um, because... The everybody I work with they are as passionate about what we do as I am and that, that to me is what makes St. Arnold what it is well, Brock
0: congratulations man uh, it's, it's been fun been fun being part of it uh, on the side that I'm on watching you guys and, and seeing the growth that you have the, the new brewery and what's coming up with the new beer garden is something else I can't wait for
1: me too that's going to be it's taking forever, but it's going to happen someday. <laughs>
0: someday. Don't don't put a date on it yet. No, I'm. I'm, I'm sure you, you know that by now. But uh, looking at those plans, it's pretty fantastic looking, oh, and cool. only going to build Thanks. more on the, for that whole little area, which which makes me think, man, if only I would have bought that pink house. Oh, you would be happy
1: you didn't buy the pink house. I
0: know, I really am. It wouldn't have worked out anyways. But this whole thing going on this week with all the collaboration beers uh let's see you had the b52 which which they were following on your amber using that as kind of like what they did which completely different beer but uh delicious oh it's amazing the beer labels that came out of this
1: yes i'm i can't leave here without a brock the night away poster to bring home (laughs) to my daughter to terrify her give her nightmares years of therapy will follow
0: yeah. I don't know if you've seen those yet. Yeah. The Brock Night Away. I think that one does definitely takes the cake.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Well, John, thank you for everything you do and helping spread the word of craft beer. Cheers. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Cheers, Brock. And, man, 23 more years and keep on counting. I'm looking forward to it. I like that. I'm glad you noticed that my glass was empty.
0: Yes, I know. So it was my... So all of our glasses are empty. Well, Alright, we gotta I take go. a break. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back and when we get back we'll be talking with uh Brent and Jessica from B fifty two. Drink of we are back on. We are here at Axel Ride Beer Garden over in Midtown. And I tell you, man, if you've never been here, if you're one of the 15 people that hasn't shown up over at Axel Ride, you definitely should. Man. It's a good spot to come hang out. Great beer. Cool little place to sit outside, which is what we're doing. We're sitting outside at Axel Ride, And now from our guests hanging out across the table from us from B52 Brewing Company, we have Brent and Jessica Daniel. What's going on, guys? Hello. So... You guys took the amber and, or took the idea of the amber and made it into a beautiful soured beer. That's right.
2: Yeah, we wanted to do something different, kind of blend a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new. Um, And, you know, amber is, I I think, if I remember correctly, amber is uh, the first commercial beer that St. Arnold released. So we thought, you know, amber is a perfect base for a sour beer. Let's do it. And it was awesome. Turned out very, very good.
0: It, it's what I started the show off with, and I'm not really sure how that worked out or anything, because now I'm drinking Brash's version of the Weed Whacker, which is a very easily throw-down beer, similar to Weed Whacker. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, the sour that you guys made is pretty pretty damn tasty. Uh, is it raspberries? Blackberries and raspberries.
1: About a thousand pounds.
2: Yeah, almost a thousand pounds in that batch. So there's a lot. How much of of this did you guys make? Uh, we made a thirty seven barrel batch or I think a yield came out to about thirty seven barrels, but uh, so it's a a full fermenter for us, which is forty barrels.
0: Yeah. That's that's a lot, which is good because there's gonna be some left over. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking forward to to some of that. Some more of this. Now, so when you guys were approached to do this, I mean, that's, there's a lot of breweries in in the Houston area now. And you know, them to come and approach you guys, hey, man, this is the idea. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, it was it was such a cool, like, uh, a phone call that I got. I actually got it from Ben Full of a Brash. And, uh, you know, as soon as he said, hey, you know, we're, we're considering you guys for this, or Brock, Brock wanted you guys in, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're in. You know, like, there was no hesitation. That was just, I mean, I can't imagine not, I can't imagine saying no to that. You know, that would be crazy. It Is would there, be crazy. It's so. our 23rd anniversary. I mean, that's,
4: we're on our third year anniversary. <laughs> it's just, it, it's kind of crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> crazy
3: awesome. I mean, that
0: actually says something good about you guys as well, though. It that's, that's to be, I mean, well... Yeah, I do talk good about you guys on occasion. And, that you know, is. I do try to sling some as much of your beers as I can there at the pub. So, you know, I am a fan. I know, don't, don't point your knife at me. <laughs> I, there's, I'm no knife. Saying, there's no I knife. I mean this for real, not because there's <laughs> knives pointing at me. No, but you guys do make good beers. And if I was anywhere remotely closer to, to Conroe, then I would definitely hang out a whole lot more with you guys. But um, this whole situation that, that they're doing, uh, like I said, ben's idea and he's going to be on the show in a little bit so we can kind of talk to him about how did this you know what was he doing and he came up with this idea i have an idea of what he was doing when the idea popped in his head but it's a it's just such a such cool thing for the city and the fact that you know they picked five excellent breweries to be on this list that's right I don't think any, first of all, I'll say, I don't think
2: anybody knows what's going on inside of Ben's head, so,
0: you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> he's the probably cor- the only one that
2: knows, but, <laughs> the hey, The coordination,
4: it was a, I mean, between six breweries.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, was, know, it was it was awesome. It's
4: kind of crazy that we even, you know, got this done, honestly.
0: <laughs> I know, it's like herding cats, you know. <laughs>
4: yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: well, somehow, you know, everybody was able to pull it off, and... And did their part for this, yeah. for St. Arnold Brewing Company. And with the anniversary party coming up on Saturday, it's just a great little week to, you know, hype up the OG of Houston.
1: Yep.
2: I agree. First brewery yeah, of Houston. That's right. Yeah, try to scatter the events around a little bit so that, you know, if you're down south, you get a chance to go. and you know, so.
4: We do have a slideshow coming up, too, a little bit later of a bunch of Brock pictures. From old till now, so it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's always been a great tonight. dresser. Oh, yeah. Composer. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, there's some good ones.
0: There's some really good ones in there. I can only imagine.
4: <laughs> well, he's had 23 years to collect them, I guess. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and beer
2: makes people do funny things, so, you know, it's always entertaining.
0: Well, you yeah, know, it's always planned things, so yeah, you always plan to do those things. <laughs> yeah. Nothing spontaneous. Of, of course, <laughs> exactly. nothing at all spontaneous.
4: Exactly. <laughs>
0: no, but it's, it's it's pretty awesome, you guys. You guys made a fantastic beer with this, and uh, I mean. Thank you. What else is going on with you guys over at B52? So anniversary um, party coming anniversary
2: up. Anniversary is coming up. Yeah, in like uh, two weeks. Is that right? Two weekends. Yeah. On the seventeenth of June, so Yeah, the seventeenth. The I don't know if we've posted the tap list yet, but it is insane. I mean it's a lot like Barrel Fest. There's just an insane amount of crazy beers that we've been kind of tucking away for this thing. So it'll
1: be like over over thirty different beers on tap. So That's right. We're that still I right. think finalizing the beers that are gonna be
3: ready in time. Yeah. It's gonna be
0: awesome. Yeah, you should go. I'm, I'm no, I'm definitely planning. I'll make the drive up there for that. Sure. And I'll bring my toothbrush because I probably won't drive home. <laughs> so sounds good. That's okay. You can camp out. Yeah. Well, not available you. to the public though. Do what?
4: Camping is not available to the public. No,
0: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about sleeping somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not at the Not at the brewery. Not at the brewery. Of course not. Yeah, I think the florist in front of you guys is a great place to nap.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I mean, last time we had a hammock set up in the barrel room. It's 68 degrees. No, we it didn't. No, we nice. didn't. Oh, oh, come on. TJ did it. It was it was pretty <laughs> awesome.
0: It was fun.
4: Oh man. You
0: no, know, congratulations on your anniversary as well. Thank you. And if, as uh, you like said, if you can find this beer around town after this event, if you didn't make it to any of them, look for. What, what did y'all call this beer?
4: it's gone wild.
0: Yes, yeah. So <laughs> look for that beer on tap at some of your places and man, it's just a delicious, delicious sour, but you guys are killing it on sours right now. So wouldn't expect anything less. That's what we're trying to do. I love them. Hey, Ren Jessica, appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, I am I've been milking this beer for way too long, and so it's time to take another break and <laughs> grab maybe the Eureka Heights. We'll try that one out and we'll have Casey on when we get back. Drink beijas. We're right back. <laughs> Duo Cider Company in Dickinson, Texas, is making some delicious ciders. The Rodeo Star Cider, which is a medium dry traditional hard apple cider with a crisp, refreshing finish. The Rodeo Star Cherry, which is my favorite, it blends apples and cherries for a distinct fruit character that you need to try. Check them out on Facebook or go visit their tap room down in Dickinson, Texas. Go to PizzaAlvino.com. Then once you're there, click on the received newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for a two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Ar- Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizza Alvino. Also, Pizza Alvino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strombolis. And speaking of strombolis, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. (laughs) Drink of Ages. We are back on, and I am John Deman, DJ Muskrat, the producer, hanging out, and we are sitting here at Axelrod yeah. Beer Garden. Uh, sitting at the little upper level, hanging out, looking over everybody. And we got a nice crowd out here, man. Nice breeze blowing. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Downtown uh, views. Yeah, beautiful view. Beautiful view of downtown. And having a delicious Chop Shop IPA by Eureka Heights, which is our now, goes to our guest, Casey Moats from Eureka Heights. All right. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on. You guys are... are Okay, so with the at the pub, we backtrack a little bit. At the okay. pub, I hear nothing but great things from people coming to drink your
5: beers at the pub. All right, well, we're standing outside. Usually, like a buck a person if they go in and talk. And they're gonna just up, say so something. Yeah. Say something good. So, yeah, that's yeah. so working. That's so good. We it's, never know. Whatever,
0: whatever <laughs> the business plan is, it's, it's it's working well. It's working well, and uh, we just we put on mini boss. Okay, yeah, our, our other new IPA. Your other new IPA, <laughs> and that, that's that's doing very well, and I'm Great. sure it's doing well for you guys all over town.
5: It's been fun, yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we came out with the mini boss, a new IPA, all Citra Mosaic, so you get the citrus, that sort of tangerine, that little dirty dank from Mosaic, and turns out people like hops, so uh, love their sort of slightly aggressive 7% IPAs, Um we didn't launch with any of those, uh, but we're kind of seen as we've done a few, people freaking dig them. Um, and that's kind of what we did with Chop Shop a little bit, too. Chop Shop is, this, this beer's delicious. Thank you. Yeah. It's a
0: very nice beer. And one that, you know, you're paying your homage to Art Car. Yeah. But you've got a little history with Art Car, of course.
5: Yeah, I, when I was brewing at St. Arnold, I was fortunate to be able to yeah, brew Art Car and develop the recipe when I was there. So it was fun to go back and kind of reevaluate two years later, of, like, what's different and what we would do sort of now if we were kind of developing this recipe so i think you definitely you
0: you hit it because um, you kind of get more of that dankiness and that's what that's what people are looking for right now
5: yeah a little bit so the biggest differences um, from art car uh, that we looked at we kept the malt the same the yeast we actually pulled from a batch of art car so it's the heady topper um, conan yeast from the northeast uh, from Alchemist, so we actually went over there with the keg, filled up the keg from a batch. So we brewed with actual Art Car yeast. We thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is good. Um, and then uh, we tweaked the dry hop. So what we did is spread the dry hop out over instead of one dry hop, we did three times. Um, and then we used some Citra hops in there instead of Amarillo because Citra we use in about three of our beers. It's my favorite hop out there. Thought it's really unique and a hop that Art Car didn't use at all. So trying to keep it similar but still change it enough where it's its own thing. Well,
0: speaking of labels, we were talking about labels earlier. And with Brock, Chop Shop IPA. I mean, that's, that's yep. a good-looking shirt you're wearing right now.
5: <laughs> yeah, we got swagged up for it. Um, well, part of, I think, what um, when Art Car came out, uh, there was the first St. Arnold beer that was can only, um, and they worked with local artists, the Gonzo 247, local street artists, to develop this. And it's, so it's a very unique, a little cartoony, kind of graffiti style, bright blue, just pops. I think that having a can stand out like that so much really like saw what San Arnold could do. They've done a little bit with art, like Santo, Carlos Fernandez, I know did the artwork for that, the Dio de los Muertos, really cool. So for us, it was an excuse to like, try something different. And if we're gonna do art, car, let's do something arty, let's try it. So we worked with a local artist called Ack, A-C-K, um, to help develop this. So he's done some markets for us, see him all around town, um, love his stuff. He's just the nicest guy in the world. So after we got to know him a little bit, we threw the idea of like, Working with another local artist to do a logo for this, which is a ripoff of a logo from someone else, they developed, and he was all for it. So it was a really fun process. So Chop Shop, we got our art car up on blocks, the engine ripped out. Uh, we thought it was kind of an homage, well, still a little tongue in cheek, which we always try to be. Yeah, I like how the the, the, the last part of Arnold is yep.
0: kind of painted over. Yeah, we it's, 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 yeah
5: the kind of the rust shop yeah. at the back. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this beer is really good, and this whole whole week was pretty fantastic, and then this whole idea of uh, putting something like this together, bringing in all the breweries, uh, it's pretty special. So, I mean, having you guys be part of it and being such a new brewery, man, it's pretty amazing as well.
5: Yeah, for us, I mean, this is huge for us. A lot of the breweries are more established. They're 2, 3, 8, 10, 23 years old. They're a little older, and um, for us, it was a little more of a logistic issue because we're new. We only have lim- limited space, but... Uh, just being asked to be a part of it. We worked for about two months to make sure we could fit it in the schedule and we not completely destroying the rest of our production. And um, this is why we got into the industry. This is what keeps us around. It's not the, the great hours or the amazing pay. Uh, it's because we love getting together with people and having beers. And um, every brewery involved are guys we love, respect. I beer we drink all the time five o'clock pills is always in my fridge love pine belt like all these guys like our beers we order when we go out so being able to work with them in whatever capacity we could is is really really fun it's such a badass event and seeing the response like i don't think any of us understood like the amount of positive and just like the community aspect that everybody else out there sees as well Um, and not really I'm not aware of anyone really doing something like this. I know Victory's done a little bit with some guys that work there. They've done a few things, but not where there was so many people all doing homage to, like, different brews. Because then I think you really see the personalities of the breweries come through. You see, like, B-52 – like a sour amber, that sounds crazy, but it's like, yeah, if I went up there and didn't know, I was like, this is a beer that they would do a release for. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just sort of took the base amber and tweaked it to make it really themselves. Same thing with Brash and Southern Star just made an absolutely killer hoppy, like lawnmower beer and just extravagant yard cutter. So it's fun to see the breweries actually come through and like show their personality. So so with all this going on, man, St. Arnold celebrating 23 years on
0: Saturday, What what does that brewery mean to you now at this point? This
5: stage of your career? Uh, Well, obviously, so when I first weekend I moved to Houston, we went to St. Arnold, the old brewery, and like drank it was mid June or mid July, just drank a bunch of summer pills. You kind of have to at that point because it is hot. It's brutal. (laughs) It was an hour and a half, and I think you had four beer tokens. So, like, I like feeling pretty ripe by about three o'clock on a Saturday, but it was so much fun. And just seeing that experience and Um, Being able to spend four years brewing at St. Arnold and involved with them beforehand and since like, I mean, I left and essentially started a competing business, but that's not what this industry really is. Like Brock was one of the first ones to come by the brewery before we opened to try our beers. And like, we've got so much support from all those guys throughout. Like, it's just amazing to be able to like be a part of something like this and help like build the community that St. Arnold started in Texas, let alone Houston. Um, and to work with some of the guys like Dave and Vince that all came from St. Arnold, and Sam, the head brewer at Southern Star, trained me when I started. Yeah. So to be able to work with him again a few after we've all been gone for a little while, is really fun. I bet it is, and and, and uh, it's it's very special, and and that's why that's why we want to do a whole show about this yeah. because it, this isn't typical. No, uh, it was an ordeal, and a lot of guys worked their butts off. I mean, coordinating with. The breweries, the accounts, the distributors, we're self-distributed, so we have a lot of other unique challenges. We just have our one van, so uh, we're not exactly like 18-wheelers rolling up, so there's a lot of different challenges, but everyone was willing to like kind of figure out a way to make it work. And so far, it's just been an amazing week. We're really looking forward to everything else. And I'm not sure about everybody else, though, but, uh, but it
0: kind of seemed like you put out the freshest
5: beer <laughs> because you were kegging right before... The, or the day of? Yeah, we keg, so uh, we kegged the day of our first event. Um, the One of the perks of being so small um, and being self-distributed is that we deliver, hand-deliver all our kegs, clean all our lines, do all that in-house, so we don't have to ship it to a warehouse for a distributor inventory. Like, I literally, the first six kegs off the line, we grabbed, put in a van, and drove it to the Flying Saucer. So when it was on tap, it was probably about seven hours old. They tapped it at six, I think I... We were the driving, uh, yeah, about eight hours old. Eight so, anyway, zero old. day old, and even today. So, trying to take advantage of what we can do, and IPAs are great fresh, so kind of lean in and do something a little different when we can. okay, right, well, so, man, congratulations yeah, on like,
0: the success of your brewery so far, man. It's, it's, I think you guys are doing a killer job. You got a badass little location there in the Heights, and if you've never been over there, you definitely need to go stop by because you can take a tour. You come hang out drink some beers all right sounds great thanks john all right when we get back uh let's see who are we gonna talk to when we get back yeah oh. when we get back let's talk with uh, trevor from lone pint and talk about the beer that he made out of you know using santo <laughs> which happened to be the best label yeah of them all. they
5: killed it <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah
0: all right drink of eight is very back <laughs> drink of ages we are back on and, and we're over here at Axel ride axle rad beer garden and now we have a buddy man i had not seen in a long time trevor brown from lone pine brewery is hanging out with us what's hello. going on trevor hello,
3: hello hello i'm doing fine thanks yeah,
0: welcome welcome to another drink of ages radio show and, and you guys you know are part of this whole collaboration event going on this week leading up to st arnold's anniversary party um so, when, when they reached out to you, man, that had to be pretty exciting.
3: Oh, it was so exciting. You know, when, uh, first of all, Ben, just for, for having the ability to do this is, is, is great, you know. And then when they chose us as to be one of the five breweries, it's, it's something you cannot pass up. I mean, it's an honor to be part of this collaboration with uh, the granddaddy of them all, St. Arnold. So, uh, we're just happy to be here.
0: In the beer that you guys were kind of paying homage to, Santo, which is a delicious beer. It's a very nice, light, easy-drinking, black Kolsch. Uh, Summertime, it's easy to throw those down, but you kind of stepped it up a notch with what you
3: made. Yeah, well, we have this machine at the brewery called the Lone Nizer, and so we can pour any beer through that machine and convert (laughs) it into something that we would— Normally, make and uh, it turns out a lot of buttons uh, and lights, and no, not too many uh, buttons, it's just on and off. And uh, so, you turn it on, pour the Santo in, and a double black IPA came out. So, he thought, okay, this is what we got to do.
0: It is really good. And so, what is the ABB on
3: this one? This one is just uh, right at about nine percent, just under nine percent.
0: It tastes a lot easier to drink than a normal nine percent beer, yeah. think you did a great job thanks
3: thanks well the sample we sent in uh on the pre-brew was 8.6 for tabc label approval so that's what tabc says but this final batch we did um it came in on right at nine so yeah be careful be careful
0: you definitely won the the label contest with Mm -hmm. brock the night away and the yeah, we'll we'll throw the poster up if you haven't seen it we'll have it up on Drink of Ages Facebook page because it's pretty spectacular and and I I don't know why I've never pictured Brock in that position <laughs> in those clothes but it actually looks fitting
3: yeah well you know we no one can take credit for that except for one man his name's Alex Bennett he's one of our sister brewers uh, cold side mastermind and. Uh, He also does all of our artwork, all of our labels, and he's super creative and he's very good at what he does. And he actually did it all. So uh, he deserves all the credit for that.
0: Yeah. And so who came up with the, the recipe for this beer?
3: That'd be me. I asked Brock for the recipe and he said, well, just make it as malty as possible. Or sorry, just make it as dark as possible and at least malty as possible. And then he said a bunch of stuff about noble hops, which to me is just... Gobbleyook, because we don't use noble hops. They're they're good and what they are, but we like the we like the alternative stuff. So, so uh, what we did was we took some nice German malt, which I'm assuming he uses for, for uh, Santo because it is a German it's a German style beer, and then uh, some German dehusked uh, chocolate style malt called Carafa, and we tried to make it. It was a balancing act, you know. We're putting some in, and I'm thinking, is that enough? Is it going to be dark enough? Because it's not dark enough. If you got a brown ale. And nothing, and then if it's too dark, you have something that's too roasty because, uh, I mean, black IPAs just are really hard style to nail. Um, Cause you got that malt to your, that roastiness you're playing with to get really conflict with the hops if you're not careful. So we kind of walked right down the middle and we, we I think we got the uh, least roasting roasting as possible. And then we used um, Centennial Mosaic and Laurel, which is uh, one of my new favorite hops, uh, mostly a lot of Laurel and Centennial Mosaic and, uh, all mixed throughout it and then massively dry hopped with it and uh i think it's good it's drinkable you can't tell it's nine percent and uh we did okay for a black ipa i think
0: i i definitely agree i think you actually i disagree because i think he did better than just an okay ipa with this one and i'm hoping that this is going to be something that you guys brew on a regular basis what do you think we,
3: well we've been asked that so i'm all for it as long as people want it but um i i just don't black ipas i think it's kind of like hey let's drink one and then it, it goes away it's it's kind of a delicate beer you know like uh, american wheats or something like that people are kind of scared of you know so uh yeah if there's a demand for it, we can make it a seasonal uh and that'd be cool
0: uh you know i mean lone pine you guys are definitely known for yellow rose Sells like crazy at the pub. Jabberwocky, still my favorite beer you guys have ever made. Oh, thanks. And I love that beer. And and many others, man, that you guys are killing it up there in Magnolia.
3: Yeah, and we hope to kill it more with uh, the addition of the beer garden. You know, I'm, I should probably stop talking about it because everyone's thinking it's already built, but we're almost there. We just, uh, some one person's holding us back, happens to be the owner of the land. But, uh, <laughs> so Who are they? She can do it. But, uh, as soon as we get that taken care of, it's going to be one badass beer garden up there. So, uh, it'd be nice. And then, uh, and then, and then it'll be nice, nice ride for the next few years.
0: Fantastic, man. Uh, congratulations on your success. Um, it's, it's, I send people, it's like, okay, if you want to make a nice little road trip, then start 249, keep driving, start at, Lone Pine, and then work your way across Conra, and then come down 13, 14, and then work your way back to Houston. But you guys are always a great starting point for whenever I do my brewery tours. Whenever I tell people a good place to go.
3: Thanks. I just want to I just want to say to thank all the other breweries. You know B52, Brasher, Heights, and Southern Star. Great people. This has been a great experience, and uh, I'd do it again in a second if they'd have me.
0: I mean, what, what's 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 your thoughts on the whole? I mean, Saint Arnold, twenty three years. I mean, what's what's one of your best memories of Saint Arnold? Mine, mine get kind of fuzzy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the problem when I start thinking back. Uh, you know, I remember the old brewery going there when they opened up the new brewery. Yeah, going especially, but uh, eating over there, man. The food is one of the things that really stands out now because you know the beer's delicious, but. When I go there, I drink iced tea for lunch, and but I eat. I go there for the food. That's kind of weird. I know, I know. But then I stay for the beer. <laughs> <So> there's, <laughs> okay. there's that. All right. All
3: right. <laughs> I guess uh, one thing when I when I was drinking, you know, before I had kids and all that, and drinking lots of beer, watching college football and things like that, I probably drank many times with my body weight in lawnmower. Um, I don't know why. I just really like that beer and. Uh, I have some really good memories of meeting some friends in Frio River, you know, driving up after it's late at night, just drove up from this road trip and they're sitting in the river with a six-pack of lawnmower and it's just good times. so I've, I've got pretty good memories of, of lawnmowers. So.
0: Alright Trevor, appreciate Thanks. you coming and hanging out and we Cheers. are here at Axelrod Brewing Company, Lone Pine Brewery, looking forward to the beer garden open up and we're going to go grab another beer and when we get back, we're going to talk with Ben Fuller Love from Brash Brewery, wrap up the show. Drink of Ages, be
5: right
0: back. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on, and we're here over at Axel Rat Beer Garden. And the cool thing is, now we're sitting inside. With a somewhat nice breeze, it is yeah, and but man, we got the kind of the mastermind behind the whole thing going on, and plus up, uh, yeah, so people are making some pretty badass beers, we have brash brew, we have Ben and Vince hanging out now. Yeah. What's up, guys? Hello. Not a whole lot. Dude. What's up? Not a whole lot. Mm. So, so now we're finally getting to the segment. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And
4: unfortunately, <laughs> we need a. For now. It's for really for now. It's horribly wrong. This is like the ADD
0: show with John Dinman. <laughs> that's uh, that's on the other show. That's fine. I do. It, was yes. pretty, it, was, yeah, it was
5: yeah. It was heartwarming. But but
0: for what this, happened? what's going on, man? well everything that's going on this week. Yep. I mean, it's actually pretty exciting. I mean, you guys yeah. came out like gangbusters when the, you got the brewery down here and all that, and yeah. been killing it ever since. Then you wanted to put together this whole thing to pay homage to Brock, St. Arnold Brewing Company, and all the stuff they've been doing for a long time, yep. uh, 23 years. And so you came up with this idea, and it's a pretty kick-ass idea. And you Thank got the you. breweries on board, they yeah. jumped right in, and they all made some pretty phenomenal See, that beers.
4: maybe isn't totally... Th- the, whole, the whole idea took maybe a year to get um, everybody on board with... With Brock what, included. With what, well, because like the logistics of getting six breweries to work together is definitely not... And then you're talking about six bars on top of six breweries um, with everybody busy at the same time. It was not the easiest thing to get everybody on the same page about. So the whole process maybe took almost a year and a half to get everybody on, on board to do it. The breweries that we... But And that's not even true. Like That's me and Brock talking about what this thing was going to be. And I get from his point, he didn't want it to come out looking um, sort of, you know, narcissistic on their part, that they were shamelessly self-promoting themselves, because the idea did not come from them. It came from the people who admire. You know, when we opened Brash, obviously, it was a lot easier for us to make traction in a shorter amount of time than when Brock started St. Arnold in 1994. And everybody here is old, I'm pretty sure. Chances are you drank a St. Arnold beer somewhere in the 90s at like a Joe's Crab Shack because he was like, imagine Brock going to a place trying to sell him amber or something at that point. The masses drank garbage at that point. So, what he was trying to peddle to him was not what they were used to. And when you look at Sierra Nevada, his audience was a lot more receptive to to coming and presenting these beers. Uh, They were ready for it, and I don't think Houston was necessarily as ready when Brock started. So you gotta get a lot of admiration for a guy who was willing to hang on. It was a lot easier for us to to come out the gate. I know they were
0: pretty rough. I think uh,
4: when I started with them, they they, they were doing 5,000 barrels. Right, and that's the point. Like, look, Vince came from St. Arnold. Dave came from St. Arnold. Sam came from St. Arnold. Casey Casey Motes came came from St. Arnold. And the original idea was let's take all these people that used to work for you who went on and enriched the beer scene. Like, look at, the, look at what that sort of beginning and the genesis of St. Arnold to Brash and Eureka Heights and Southern Star, what that did for the beer community. Um, you know, when, we, when I first talked about this to Brock, there had been talk of uh, involving Carbach because they were independently owned at that point, and you know before they stabbed everybody in the back and made a mockery Didn't of. our they city. did? <laughs> then,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, you know, there was talk of them being involved in it because David Graham and the people who came from St. Arnold. I mean, you can see the crap beer in Houston becoming very about local beer. And when if I don't know if you guys were at the event last night. Um, to see five, six hundred people show up to an event that's so rabid, crazy. This is very old school crap beer. This feels like five years ago, or even longer than that. To have that many people excited about it, that's a hundred percent local. That's, that has nothing to do with Dogfish Head or any of these guys that, that, that people have been excited about beer or Treehouse or you know. This is people showing up in droves for locally made beers that you have six breweries working together in a very non-competitive way. This is the origins of crap beer. To do that on a local level and see the response to it is—it's, you know—it's mind-blowing to to show up and have that many people at one um, event. I haven't seen anything like that in a long time. I don't think I've actually never
0: seen anything like it here in Houston.
4: Not to that extent. Not to like an hour to let people in the door because your past occupancies at Flying Saucer—that—that's crazy. But that speaks volumes of how rich the craft beer scene is. People have been waiting for local to catch up with. The drinkers, basically, the drinkers are miles ahead of the local scene because um, you're not used
0: to seeing it, you know? You're not used to local breweries working together on that level. Well, what, what you guys have done in this whole week, like, I miss Lab. I miss it over Flying Saucer, but, you know, hanging out here at Axel Red and seeing all the people show up for this and then talking to people, and they're like, hey, have you tried this one? Have you tried this one? Have yeah. you tried this one? And like I said, that excitement. I mean, it's fun to watch because – yeah, there's it's, there, there's some beer releases that happen around town and stuff like that. And people get excited for it, and, and that's good. And we need right. more of that. But this is this is a much larger scale. I think like for us on our experience with uh, with Brash, um, you know, we
4: did an event at Nobi that I went out to, and and they were like, we have ten of your beers that we want to put on tap. And I think we looked at each other and we're like, I didn't know we made ten yeah. beers. On, on that on that note, if you go if you go downstairs to to the to the bar, there's like thirty eight taps, and then there's only one that's not from the Houston area. And how crazy, crazy is that? Yeah. How hard would that be to do four or five or even three years ago to, to have a quality selection on a local level would have been very hard to do. So I think events like this highlighting that we're, you know, Texas has been viewed as a place where we drink a lot of beer, but we didn't have a whole lot to offer that was being made. And then you saw Jessica King make a lot of traction and, and some, you know, Austin Beer Works and not really Houston so much until recently, and when you look at what St. Arnold has done in the last five years, you have to have a lot of admiration for somebody who's willing to, you know, Saint Arnold changed a lot in the last five years. Their most popular beers are not the ones that were popular ten years ago. You know, it's, it's Raspberry and car and and pub Crawl. and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on using the profanity the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't name the beer. That's that oh, what they pub crawl Pub Crawl out. and yeah. and Five O'clock Pills, yeah. and you know, like as a Houstonian and somebody who's a beer guy, this is great things to be proud of on a local scene. And they're still Saint Arnold's still anchoring that on a local scene. So there, you have to give that admiration.
0: And you have to give props where they're due. I mean, I mean, but every brewery though should should respect what the people want to drink, and right. so it's good to see the like Saint Arnold, like I said, the last five years coming out with all these excellent beers and things like that. You guys are throwing up uh, some really delicious beers and stuff, and in five years from now, it might not even be the same beers that you guys want to make. I mean, everything is going to keep on evolving and you know, that's the beautiful
4: part about having a local scene is when you go to Colorado, I mean, look at how many amazing beers you can have in Colorado. It's all local. Or look, look when you go to Portland, it's the same thing, which we we're finally at a, there's a renaissance going on in Houston for independent local made craft beer. And the fact that the public is way on board with it, that's what it needs. It's going to be, it's, I would imagine two, three years from now, there's gonna be 10 more breweries doing amazing things. Uh, and we'll be sitting back going, we saw this at the fruition of it, and we, like, I'm sure with him, like, and you, I'm a beer nerd deep down inside, and it's exciting to see when you, like, tonight, when you taste that B-52 version of Amber, that's that's super delicious. exciting that, yes. that those guys took that and, and rooted it in something that was very, um, they were paying homage to St. Arnold, but they, they took their own twist on it. I thought all the beers across the board were um, were amazing versions, and you know, to see that evolution is um, that as a beer drinker, this is what I want to see in Houston too. Not as a brewery owner, not as a bar owner, but as somebody who likes beer. I mean, deep down inside, I'm a beer nerd like anybody showing up at one of our events. At the same time, like I would be equally as enthusiastic as anybody else there, because it's cool to see beers being made on a local level. It's it's awesome to, to go to releases on a local level.
0: Everything going on tonight is pretty badass, and like you said, man, every beer, the the different beers they made, Eureka Heights taking our car, yeah, and changing the hops, doing some different things to it, yeah, bringing right. some more dank into to what people want to drink right now. The uh, Lone Pine, that what they made, fantastic, man. right? That was uh, double black IPA, really
4: good. When think like think about the quality of the beers that were made, I mean, you know. When when you talk about the logistics of how events like this come to be, you know there's a lot of people involved in pulling something like that off. And even when I met with Brock, he was he was the one who said, you know, these are the breweries that I kind of like to work with, or these are people. And and he even for him, he had admiration for these people making beers that he trusted them to have his recipes and make the beers. I mean, the you know they're the granddaddy of the beer scene, and to have that have that faith that you're going to do a good job and then see him drinking them and, and he actually liked all the beers. Uh, What it means for the community is, is huge because hopefully what I would like to see is that next year or the 25th anniversary that you see other things, not with us being involved or Eureka or whoever, but that they would go on and have maybe real L do this kind of thing or, you know, like similar events like this that would continue that local sort of, you know, um, focus that haven't existed in the past, you know. Like, it would get redundant for us to make the uh, St. Arnold tribute every year. I mean, like, I don't think I would have the enthusiasm after a couple times, you know. Yeah, But course. I would be really enthusiastic to be like, oh, you know, Real L made whatever, you know, or, or somebody else, like Ingenious, or whoever's coming up behind us, you know. It would be cool to see that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, appreciate you guys and putting all this stuff together, man. This has been a hell of a week, and... All the beers are fantastic. And man, you guys, what you guys are doing over at Brash is, you guys are killing it over there. Yeah, especially, you, know, you 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 give away a mug and throw some coffee stouts out and a 1000 people show up. I think That's our merch goes pretty hard. amazing. Our merch
4: goes hard. Somebody said somebody bought a Tiku glass for 200 bucks, which I thought was uh... What? Yeah. Yeah, I have one at my house. I'll sell it to you for like maybe right. thirty five. Eight eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? Eight, eight, $8. dollars. <laughs> uh, a dollar and a half. Maybe a dollar. I don't know what was the cost on it, like two sixty or something? I like well
0: you guys came back in and said something about somebody that was trying to sell some some your uh, They were trying wire. to sell their beer on Ebay yeah. and
4: there's a lot of people, um maybe you don't give in everything as business or you know, whatever, but um it's just it's not a good thing for any industry like uh, how many times have you wanted to go to a concert that all the tickets get bought by a scalper and you end up paying three times what the value of that thing is that's that's not fair to anybody who's a fan of something there were some people that commented on that whole thread about uh, falsely kind of uh, creating a a demand by not making enough well we have four tanks so, like, we're a yeah, 2,000 2,
1: barrel there's brewery. There's nothing we can do. We can't make any more. Can't make we're more. we're, we make we're filling we every single tank as fast as can. Oh, man, we are can.
0: you kidding me? Everybody can make, every brewery can make as much as, you know, Sierra yeah. Nevada, and you guys should have your stuff across the states. You right, choose, like, we, so, you choose not to. I went to Sierra Nevada.
4: They can they can, can like 140 cases in a minute. We can, yeah, well, exactly. we hit 25 cans the other day that we were pretty proud of. <laughs> we were pretty so, excited. Yeah, yeah, we were like, when we hit 25, you could I hear was, our canning line like wheezing, like, what are you doing to me? 25 (laughs) cans a minute. Every every time we got one more can it'd be like twenty two and minute. we were high fiving we each 22? other like Yeah, twenty five cans a minute, look <laughs> at us go. And then uh, and then we had taken our eye off the prize and we're like, damn, we're down to twenty
0: two cans. We shouldn't have celebrated right there. <laughs> we're we're three, 3 we're three behind now. Yeah. Get, but like to, to think that
4: we would artificially do that, that's just not accurate. Like that's not true. we're fortunate enough that everybody likes um you know, the majority of the beers in our portfolio. So we're not trying to push one beer, we're not specifically trying but When we can things like Pussy Wagon, obviously there's an interest in it. Um, We can as much as we can, but we're also a draft brewery first, which means there's accounts like Nobi and Flying Saucer and people who have been supporting us. We can't not give them kegs just to can more because these are the guys who have, you know, they support us to this point. So we have to make sure that we're making enough cans and kegs to do that. That's why you don't see our stuff in stores. We're not looking to put it in store right now because we need to take care
0: of our draft accounts. Yeah, man. You guys are doing good. I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. This has been a badass event and man. You know everybody now is like, what else are you gonna do? I'm what like What else is next? I don't have a whole lot of ideas, man. I'm, I'm trying work. to wrap the show up Ben, because we're out of beer. Let's see. So. we should do we should talk like this is extended for like forty more no, minutes. We're
4: <laughs> you need like Dave Chappelle, like wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> up. By the time you take out all the profanity, this is gonna be like a ten minute interview. Man. It's fine.
0: Yeah, but no, man. Appreciate you guys coming and hanging out up here, and man, good to see you always. It's awesome to see you, John. Awesome. Man. Thank you for Thanks everything for having you us, do. man. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank Buffalo Bayou for sponsoring the podcast. You can find that on iTunes or DreamVaders Everybody, safe everybody be safe. I can't even talk, so I'm not driving right. home tonight. And, uh, and to talk- the
4: biggest uh, view, like listenership in Germany,
0: David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. And Astros, keep kicking ass. Talk to everybody next week.